Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show, episode 257. It is August 31st, 2020. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show. Uh, I'm Scott, and that's Brian Dunaway over there. Hey, Brian Dunaway, what are you doing? Oh, hi, Scott. Uh, Just hanging out a little bit, taking it easy. I'm glad to hear that. Personal care matters. Personal mental health matters a lot. Did you know there were so many crazy people around? I didn't Mm. know it. Mm. True. Yeah, no, it's uh, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're they're loud. We're lousy with them. Turns out it's crazies. (laughs) Hey, lousy uh, with them. I'll tell you we what. We need to be deloused. Exactly. I want to ask you a, a question here at the top of the show. Okay, ask me a question. Somebody did this show. to me the other day, and it, and, it was, and it was weird. I don't want you to think about the answer. I want the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you this question. All right. Or when I say the word, sorry, it's not even a question. When I say the word video game, what comes to your mind? Mm. Uh, I come, I, I, I'm instantly transported back to my childhood mm. when my dad brought home the first video game system I ever saw. For some reason, when I, when I think of video, I always think old school because I, I think I, I associate videotape yeah. and immediately I kind of head back towards the 70s and 80s yeah. technology. Yeah. Then when you say games, you know, that's when, the, when it really started coming into focus. That's when I really looked at games was early in my life. All right, and, so, uh, you so, think, think, so you immediately picture, you, you picture an earlier part of your life just immediately when you hear the term video games. That's right. funny because when I hear it, I think about about 1978 or nine when right. my dad brought home uh, our first of what would end up being many because he had arcades later. But he brought home a a, a Space Invader cabinet, oh. full size, like a big old monster cabinet, and put it in the garage, uh, which pretty much screwed us for the next you know three months. That's all I did. Uh, so that was fun, and that's what I think of. So I hope you enjoyed our little game. Ask yourself. Hey, at so home. I got a question for you. You yeah. had an arcade. That was your first arcade machine. Yeah. And uh, you played all summer. And now most of the people, unless they were lucky enough to have, you know, uh, someone in the arcade business, yeah. wouldn't have this opportunity. But did you keep like the coin, the coin uh, receptacle open and just like hit that little switch, keep adding coins? Yeah. So the way it worked back in the day, and uh, some people may not know this, but inside the mechanism, when you put the quarters in, they trip past a little wire it's like a not really a wire but like a little square a squared off piece of steel banding it's a little bit like a like a a paperclip sort of except a little thinner and the coin will hit that and what that does is the physical trigger goes and that trigger tells the board oh we've put a quarter in add a add a credit to the to the thing and um when those don't work, it's usually because that mechanism is fouled up. So when you've had that right, problem, because it's a very simple physical very simple. mechanism and it can break easy and, and that sort of stuff. But anyway, what we would do is the doors would just be open. And in fact, mm-hmm. they, they kind of had to be because the lock thing was like an L lock. So 
once it was yeah. open, it wouldn't shut all the way. It would just kind of if, if you hit it too hard. And uh, we would just open that up and then just tickle that little mechanism. Ling, 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 ling. Right. Yeah, and you just give wanted. it a little ding, ding, ding. Or did yeah. you give it a like, slap? Like a I gave it a, bing, 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 it a bing, gentle, bing, bing. just a gentle tickle. Just a little gentle. Do you do you remember uh, the, the do you remember how many times you could click it before the before the machine was go? No, no more. T- no more. Quarters. <laughs> no, in fact. Well, okay. Here's the other thing we would do. So some of the boards, it wasn't all of them though. Some of them right. had free play settings. So, um, and this was true of most of the stuff that came later. But I remember the first Pac-Man we had did not have a free play setting. You had to gling, gling, gling. But later versions of the board and of the Pac-Man had free play settings. So it just depending on when you got oh. it. But uh, so it's like hit a little dip switch or something. Yeah, there were little dip switches in there, and and the manual stuff would tell you what switches did what, and it did all sorts yeah. of other stuff too, not just. Free play, but there were other settings like uh, I remember what game was it? There was a game that it was made harder if you did the right switches. Uh, Basically put it in kind of a championship mode. I don't remember what the game was. It was like Galaga or something. I don't remember. But uh, in the case of uh, Pac-Man, like I said, the later ones, we would just do the dip switches for uh, free play. And then there was never any need to flick the thing. So we would just lock it. Interesting. Yeah. Because it was dangerous. There's a lot of exposed electronics in that door. <laughs> there really is. There is. There's a ton. You open it up and there's nothing OSHA approved about opening that up. There's just wires no, got, hanging. You got, you got wires running here to and fro. Yeah. And for, for all you know, you're touching like a actual live transformer cable or something. Right. And and out will come Optimus Prime. Not that kind of transformer. Yeah. Follow me, he'd say. <laughs> anyway, video games. They're fun. Let's talk more about them. All right, uh, my first game this week is, I wouldn't call this an indie title, but I would I would also not call it a mainstream AAA title either, okay? Right, that's and we, a, we do that. I mean, we that's, that's our prerogative, right? It is, but it's also important to say that because it's weird in that, in that way. It's not a, it's not a traditional big $60 game in the, in the usual sense of like, oh, a Call of Duty or, you know, whatever. This is Wasteland 3, and its previous oh. two outings, I would say, were rather indie-based. They were, you know, small, smaller efforts, smallish efforts that mm-hmm. were made to, uh, you know, be a rad uh, Wasteland RPG. And um, this one, with a big injection from Microsoft money, oh, is, uh, Microsoft money. is out now. They originally announced it, I want to say, E3 last year when we had normal E3s, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they were, they were like, the it's, it's set in Colorado and it's snowy this time instead of the desert of uh, Arizona or wherever it was. And you're actually traveling. Your characters are traveling from Arizona. You're an Arizona Ranger because Arizona is like a country now. And uh, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're, going you're to, the wasteland. Yeah. And you're going to the country, basically the country of, of Colorado. And Ooh, in this game, uh, you're it's very similar to, say, the original Fallout games or. Oh gosh, uh, think, I'm trying to think of another 2D sort of turn-based combat-based RPG thing. Um, I think I think you nailed it. That was the best one. Yeah, and two, and two or yes, one and two. Uh, Fallout one and two are you know considered classics and they're amazing and everything. Yeah, and uh, this is a lot like those, except we're in a fully realized 3D world with you know it's still top-down sort of uh, isometric view, but but it's uh you know it's one of those games. And it's got really, you know, complex and deep character creation stuff, including all their stats and 
what abilities they have and where they're strong, where they're weak, uh, how you level up the character, you're applying points and all that sort of, I mean, it's very, it's a, it's a RPG ass RPG mm. and you make your dude look however you want. When you start out, uh, later on, you can get gear that, you know, that has dropped and then you change appearance based on that gear. But also if you want, you can go, uh, have a, a whole new look applied to you in these, in these certain places and towns and stuff. But anyway, it's very much like end of world scenario. Everything's, you know, gone all kind of Mad Max. And uh, you're trying to survive. And there's these big factions in these different states that are now basically countries. And uh, there's a... I'm watching the video, by the way. Yeah. And, okay, so there's a bunch of glowing-eyed baby dolls underneath like this ice... Yeah, under the lake. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah, lake, the frozen lake they're driving over. Yeah. That's weird. They didn't know they were there uh, in the story, but there's a bunch of baby heads... Right, that are that are like you know dolls, and but they're bombs. Yeah, yeah, not not real baby heads. Oh my gosh, no, no baby doll heads. Yeah, baby yeah. doll heads, and they'll explode if you bump them or rub up, run over them or uh, you know affect them <laughs> in any way. Them. Rub up against them. <laughs> um, you're in a you're in a part of town where there's a lot of or a part of the country where there's a lot of fighting going on between these sort of uh, rangers and these these kind of normal factions and these crazy like ultra religious factions. Some of them are just nuts, and I forgot the name of one of them. But the whole time I fought these guys once in a in a, in a turn based battle, the whole time there's somebody playing a, sta- a radio somewhere that's playing this, bathed in the blood of the lamb. <laughs> you know, just all like Jesus songs and stuff. So it's right. super creepy and weird. And uh, well, that's the, what you want. Oh yeah, you totally want that. The, the turn based combat. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Is this Chris and Chris here? I'm looking at. We got Chris with a K, and then oh. Oh, you can change it around. Yeah. And here's the thing. You can choose these pre-built groups of pairs of people because you go in twos to start before you get your team bigger. Um, You can just pick a pre-built sort of set and and you can kind of choose them based on their abilities and or what they look like or a combination of both. Or you can make your own. And I made my own. So of course you did. Yeah, I made them. They all look the way I want them to look. Uh, As you can see here now, uh, those watching live and watching the video archive are seeing this, but the combat is handled sort of XCOM style. It's all uh, gridded out, and you do turn-based combat. Enemy has its turn. You take your turns. You have your abilities. You have action points for how much you can move or shoot or whatever. Uh, if you played any kind of turn-based RPG in the last 100 years, you know what I'm talking about. So it's one of those, and it's a gr- really, so far, a very good one of those. Um, the best news is this is a $60 game, but oh. it's on Game Pass. And I th- oh that's I th- oh yeah See, I that's think what it's I'm there about. it's also ask, uh, controller support because they also have an Xbox version but uh, it's uh, with a with an injection of Microsoft money is my understanding these guys developed this game and I think that means this game is on Game Pass in perpetuity I don't think it leaves right 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 could be wrong <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's going to stay there um, well I was I was I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was a little apprehensive at $60. I was thinking to myself while you were talking, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not dropping 60 on this thing. I'll wait until around Christmas time when it drops down to 29 or 30 bucks, but game pass. Yeah. No brainer, right? No brainer. Got it. Yeah. Game pass is still the most valuable monthly thing I pay for in games. It's actually right now. I think the only thing, cause I'm not paying for plus anymore or, um, I, I I'm not intentionally. I, I, the only time I played for I I paid for plus list last time around so I could play the uh the, the oh my 
gosh, I've already forgotten. Fallen, fall, fallen hero, hero, heroes, fall guys. falling of the heroes. Oh, fall, fall guys, guys. Yeah. Yeah, fall yeah. guys. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Oh, look at this. Now you're going to see this in a second when your video catches oh up. But gosh. there's a, ro- a robot. See, now these robots are uh, intimidating. I'm saying that on purpose so people don't send me your email saying it's robots. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm doing it to be stupid and coy. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a big spider robot thing, and they got these mech kind of creatures. Some of the enemies do. Um, some of the abilities in the game are you being able to hack these. So there's a little bit of like oh, yeah. cyberpunk slash uh, shadow run in here. You know, some of that sort of stuff. It's not pure Mad Max where everything's made out of dirt and shit. It's there's <laughs> machines and things. So what's they made of again? Dirt and shit. <laughs> So Don't rub that on your face. What's wrong with you? It's an important distinction, nonetheless. <laughs> but um, anyway, so far, uh, oh, it's it's you know there are precarious moments of like, I I took the whole crew. I ended up with with a five man team at one point, right? And I took them all upstairs into a building that I hadn't been in, and well, oh, that was a yeah. mistake because there were traps there, and I didn't notice, and I killed everybody. So, oh man, uh, but that, that's the that's good and bad. Does it does it happen a lot? Or no, no, like, no. You just have to be thinking, right. like just be smart. Take one guy up, right. have the one that's able to detect traps go up, and if he sees oh, them, see, he can. Good. If he's skilled enough, he can, you know, undo the traps. If he's not skilled up enough, then later you can come back there. Um, I'm still pretty early in the game, but I'm already. This is just made for me. It's my jam from top to bottom. I love the gameplay. I love these kinds of games. I love the the tone and the setting. The setting is my jam. Love post-apocalyptic nightmare worlds. My favorite setting for games and movies and TV stuff. So I'm just I'm a huge fan. And uh, characterizations are great. The stories are weird so far. Um, lots of dialogue, spoken dialogue. It's definitely an uptick from 2. 2, two is very much like... Hey, we're still making one of those, and it's kind of janky, but here it is, and mm-hmm. it was okay. I really liked to, but this feels like feels like somebody got some money. Yeah, it feels like somebody got some money. So, yeah. did you play you you? This is on the Xbox Game Pass. You have the PC version. I'm assuming PC. you played oh, it yeah. on the PC. Yeah. Uh, did you play keyboard and mouse or a controller? Right now, keyboard and mouse because okay, I actually prefer it. I, so I tried both because yeah. I always like to see you know how they implement it. I'll say right. this: uh, like XCOM as an example. Controller support is great. Very well thought out, well implemented, no problem. However, if you've got a mouse and keyboard for this kind of game, I think it's the preferable so way to control it. Yeah. Yeah. Same with so like Gears faster. Tactics, same thing. It's a it's a game that works in both environments. I think it that kind of game plays better with a with a mouse and keyboard. So that's how I'm doing it. Right. Um, what else can I say about this thing? It's very, very cool. Um, by the way, you, oh yeah, go ahead. Did you stream this any? No, not yet. Um uh, partly because when I got it, I was it was late, and I was just sort of like, oh, let's check this thing out before I go to yeah. bed. And then I then I played it yeah. for like four hours, like an idiot. Yeah, that that, that happens. Um, it's very cool, and it and it it's so reminiscent of like the old Fallout's. Like if you've been missing that sort of thing, it, it's going to be your jam. Currently, it's enjoying a very high rating on on uh, Steam. It is number one seller on Steam right now, which is cool. Although oh. Crusader Kings may have taken it over today. People love that thing. What? But yeah, I'm not sure. I gotta go look, but. Uh, that was t- I think that came out today or maybe tomorrow. I didn't know that. Anyway, that's also Game Pass, so don't go spend sixty bucks on that. <laughs> Get it on Game Pass. Uh, <laughs> the developers actually reminded me of that on Twitter today. I was talking with somebody about it, and they popped in and said, "Hey, by the way, even if you're a little nervous about the complexity oh, of Crusader Kings, we have it on Game Pass right now." So I said, that's oh. interesting that he would have because uh, that's interesting economy. So I mean, I'm. I really want to know more about that. I, I want to know if Microsoft kind of pulls like a Spotify kind of thing where they go, oh, well, 
we have Game Pass money, and you, your game has been downloaded and played this many times. Therefore, here's your. Oh, I think uh, so. I think they get paid. I think they get money to be on the platform. Like, right? I, I absolutely get money. I'm, I'm wondering how much because it's yeah. interesting. A developer would say, "Yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't bother spending that sixty bucks. Just you can, you can play on the Xbox Game Pass." Yeah, I'd be, I'd be super curious about that. Actually, right. um, I'd like to see the numbers. Anyway, it's, it's just, it's a. Oh, it's so my thing. This is what I'm going to be playing for a while and, and pretty heavily. Um, and I, 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 oh, I just love this M- kind of multiplayer game. at all. Is it is a, nope. it's pure single player experience. Single player, um, so there, uh, is there a co-op? Hold on. Well, that's what I was curious about a local co-op. I, Cause that might would be the one thing that would get me on steam with their uh, couch play. Yeah. Allows you to play. Let me find out for you. Online co-op. I take it back okay good so you can play with friends um, if you have any here's a review from dual sh- uh, shockers they say it's the best post apocalyptic computer rpg i have played since fallout new vegas and oh. one of the better rpgs i've played in a while i agree with that statement it's strong uh it says this is gaming at its most punk it's most raw and un- unpolog- unapologetic but never heartless I'm not sorry for being so awesome. Uh, everything here's made out of shit and dog turds. <laughs> it's Isn't just the same thing. It's yeah. kind of it is, yeah. yeah. Um, if it sounds like this is, if if anyone's hearing this and going, "Oh yeah, I love those kind of games," I'm telling you, man. Even if you're you usually play like fantasy versions of this, if you're used to sort of the Baldur's Gates of the world or or Divinity Original Sin two or something like that, this is one of those, but in this setting. And so they take two of my favorite things and mush them together. And it's just the perfect little sandwich, man. Into it. Into it. Uh, Microsoft Money Wasteland 3. Wasteland 3 just came out. Yeah, Game Pass now. Just came out last Friday and available now on Game Pass. And I would really highly recommend you check it out. Brian, tell me all about Evergate. Well, Scott, I'm going to tell you before I start telling you about Evergate that this week I unintentionally played two games with very similar topics, Mm. uh, but very different gameplay. So if I accidentally cross over with uh, my naming conventions of these games, I apologize. But my first game I'm going to talk about is Evergate. I received a game code for this to try out. Uh, from Stone Lantern as the developer and P-Cube Limited is the publisher. I played this on Steam. It is available on Switch. And what it is, is uh, what you're looking at now, which is a platformer. And uh, you are dead. It looks like Scott. a hard one of those hard platformers. Right? It is hardcore. You're watching me play. And actually, what you're watching is a little later on. This is a hard, hardcore 2D platformer where you are in the afterlife and awaiting to be reincarnated as you go through the Evergate back to the really real world. But you're stopped by some memories, which apparently never happens. And you must play through these memories and reveal these memories by going through these areas of platforming. What you're seeing me do Mm -hmm. is not your typical run. What I'm doing right there is more like a dual stick shooter, and it is, it is made for speed running there. The characters, uh, they are the character is dead, of course, and you don't know anything about the character, but you know that the character is in related some way uh, to the story that is unfolding. Before How do you know you. the character's dead? What, what's the indication that there's some dead? Oh, they tell you 
you are dead and you are to be revived. <laughs> okay. That's how you know okay. they're dead. The story tells you. That's how you know. All right. So you may look at this and go, hey, this looks like Hollow Knight or it looks like, you know, looks like you know, maybe a little bit of like Super Meat Boy or, or like a Celeste. Yeah, that's us. Well, the Super Meat Boy may be. Maybe where you're getting because I'm running this in in a speed run mode right now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing me play, like I said, in a speed run mode. Yeah. Um. And so <laughs> Celeste, Ori, those kind of games. Yeah. Sorry, you just is. fell off the edge and made me laugh. Sorry. Keep going. Oh, did I fall off the yeah, edge? Oh, yeah, did, I'm always fall off the edge. I had somebody, by the way, somebody got mad at me last week and said that every time we watch a video of somebody else playing a thing, that I rip on whoever it is. You do, which I love. I don't think I do. I think sometimes <laughs> if they're good, I go, oh, he's good. He got to pass the thing. If they're bad. I'm like, yeah, I don't think he was very good. In Brian's case, there's just some funny moments where I can't help but laugh. You know? But you know, but it's good because what you've done is you've upped my game because I realize you watch these videos when we're talking about them, yeah. and I have to make sure that I at least make it entertaining because I didn't show the first part, which is how when you start the game, yeah, you you'll see there's a there's the the uniqueness of this game is is in the gameplay mm-hmm. uh, it is a platformer however in order to platform and solve puzzles and get from stage to stage you have to uh, use your soul flame which is attached to you is that what these little flaming will, balls are hanging around you got to hit those or something or fire it off or can't yeah sort of kind of so okay so this is where it gets a little complicated and it, it takes took a little bit for me to figure out what i was doing and how to play this game but uh you have a soul flame and a lot you shoot it out of your, your body your butthole and so, your butthole right your, your butthole butt- okay your, your butthole. butthole so all right but it's not as simple as you know hey i have a soul light laser that i can shoot at things no what you have to do is you have to calculate in a 2D world, uh, 360 degrees, you have to calculate where the fuse is, which is called um, source. So you'll notice there's white areas on the screen if you look, and it looks like little flowers or some kind of plants. And it's all in different parts of the stage where there'll be a source. Then you have to get to a place. Are you laughing because I'm falling? Uh, no, no, you no, no. I'm not. A- I, I mean, I am. But uh, yes, right. I am. I'm totally laughing. I'm falling. So in between that source, you have to hit an element. And in this, we're watching right now, yeah. is me hitting a diamond element uh, that allow that is like a force push. You know, it, when you hit it, it explodes and pushes you forward. But okay. there's other uh, elements too, like fire, that you can uh, you can set things on fire uh, using that instead of jumping. And what that does is open up areas in the Am I seeing like a kind of a to. bullet time kind of vibe going on here where you get to slow so, down? Yeah, time? that's when you first start playing, you don't have this speed, speed runner thing turned on that I turned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually do a bullet time, which you saw, where everything slows down yeah. and you can carefully aim where you need to using a precision if you need to okay. uh, and find the direction in which you need to uh, propel yourself. Right. Right. It looks nice. So, like looks has a real nice look to it. When you escape to the next level, these stones that open in the rear yeah. or the foreground and you go flying through there. That's awesome. Yeah. You get like these. Uh, so you're playing all in 2D. And then when you transition between uh, between each of the areas, it, uh, it it does this 3D look thing. So it's really cool. Yeah. Now, this level I'm playing right here is pretty difficult, uh, especially if you're trying to do Ooh. it through a speed run. Um, so level design on this game really good if you're looking for a platformer with some really good level design based on how you're going to get from one place to the next yeah it's pretty smart because you don't in this game you don't necessarily go um you know there's more than one path and sometimes those paths are almost infinite because there's elements 
that you can create earth platforms. So you may be in an area where you need to jump from one platform to the next. And based on that, you may jump, you know, kind of do a leap of faith. And then you have to point towards a source material. And then when the source material and the element for land gets in between you and there, you had to hit the trigger and then a platform appears underneath you. Okay. It gets complicated. Yeah. It looks like it does though. Even these few levels I've seen here, it looks like things get pretty hairy. Right. And so we're doing artifacts here. As you go along as well, you can get these modifiers called artifacts and they allow you to either jump longer or stay in the air, fall slower. There's a lot of mixture that just happens in just every level. It requires you to learn something uh, to overcome the puzzle factor of this game. And I really enjoyed it. At first, I got I got a little frustrated mm-hmm. because um, I couldn't I couldn't quite get my mind around some of how somehow some things were changing and i'm like oh i don't understand because sometimes you have to fire downward mm-hmm. to create you know some uh, create an effect mm-hmm. and other times you have to fire up and there's all these different ways that you have to uh, consider you dual stick in it when you're doing this you got it and so you're looking like i said we're looking at speedrunner speedrunner is a dual stick so yeah. uh when you're playing regular mode mm-hmm. um you get to slow time down it slows down a lot and you can choose, you know, you can you can kind of rotate around until you find exactly where you need to be and make your decisions. Here, I'm doing a speed run where you just the right stick is flick, so you just flick it, and it's just like a dual stick shooter. You 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 kind of jump up where you need to go, and then you flick it, and you hit the you hit your little element that you need, and it creates an effect, and you move forward. And, and you can uh, restart any time. It looks like you just hit a restart. Yeah, button. you can restart instantly, and that's really good for the speed run part. Mm-hmm. You don't usually want to because any any progression you may have made through the level is lost. Of course, when you do that, and you're yeah. trying to do some collecting. Yeah. Uh, you'll notice on the top right hand side, there's some several areas for. There's three different things for each level that you can do that will help you progress. Uh, oh, those are limited. You only use so many of them per level, right? Well, actually, what they are is is the calculation of. Uh, the the bottom one at the bottom is if you complete it within so many seconds. So there's a speed run oh, okay. achievement for that. Mm-hmm. There is a using every element, uh, and then there's also a collection component where you're collecting uh, these these orbs. I'm trying to remember what the name of the things we're now because, like I said, of Orbit Junior Orbit Orbit right. Time Orbit Time. Orber. Okay, so there's source crystals, and then there's essence orbs. Oh, orbs of, of essence, orbs yes, of essence, like you would have. Right. Yeah. Exactly what you would have. Yeah. That and makes so, sense. but anyway, I didn't even mention the setting. The setting is in the. Uh, the setting is, of course, in the afterlife. However, most of what's being played is in memories, and we're looking at 18th century uh, China decor, and you're learning uh, through these memories, which are not yours, possibly. Uh, and you're learning, and every time you finish a stage, you'll get a little piece. They'll give you a little morsel of the story. So I like being rewarded with story, right? Story's like great. Here. Everyone loves story. Here's a little... Here's a little bit of story. Yeah. You also play in Alaska, I believe, in, in the 19th century. And so you're, you're kind of unraveling this whole mystery as you go along. But really, the, the point really is that the, the, the play is just so Alaska, much fun. Alaska, weird. It's Why is it very like, challenging. Is it is this snow you're burning off? Is that what I'm watching? Uh, no, actually, what I'm burning off is what's called the source. The source is white, and it actually looks like uh, it looks like some kind of, you know, some kind of plants, you know, or flowers. And so... When you burn those off, you'll open up uh, platforms that will move out of the way. So, it, But once you do that, if you burn 
the source, then you can no longer use it yeah. uh, to lock into your elements. And so you also see there's a, there's like glass. Uh, oh, the blockades. Mel- melty, almost like ice or something. Yeah, right. And so the glass blockades actually have source inside of them. And once you've used them, it explodes. Uh, it explodes those barriers. Right. So it's, it's really complicated. And like I said, at first I was almost turned off because I was expecting, you know, something like, you know, an Ori or something like that. Just, you know, you go in, you just play, you get a good flow going on. But that's not so much here. This is really about getting better. This is about constantly getting a little bit better at your skill. I can see and, that uh, solving puzzles. That's very. Uh, that's how I felt about uh, Celeste. Playing Celeste was very Celeste is a great comparison yeah. on on difficulty. Yeah, so, yeah. It's got a nice style. I think this looks cool. Uh, Evergate made by. Let's see who makes this. This is Evergate, and it's a Stone Lantern is a developer. Uh, the the developer composer, by the way, the music is fantastic in this. He stopped by while we were um, streaming this on Twitch. The game officially comes out today on Steam on September the first. I'm sorry, that'd be tomorrow, wouldn't it? Let's hear this and music. Ooh. I love the music. Oh, it's very lovely. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's fantastic, yeah. and uh, it moves it moves along with the story very well. Uh, but you can pick it up on the Switch already, and I think it's around $20 on the Switch. Mm. Uh, and it's been out for, I think, a few weeks on the Switch, and it, it is definitely a, pl- a place that I would play. Okay. Uh, it would be on the Switch. But more broadly available on the 1st, so tomorrow for... Uh, tomorrow, correct, yeah. Okay, very nice, 20 bucks. Enjoyed it. Seems rad. Uh, I really like to look at that. I will have to look at that more. All right, speaking of small indie games, I would say this is probably one of those, the one that you just talked about. Let's talk about this small indie game. It's called Inmost. Yeah, that's in right. Most? In most. And it's like saying, in most of my cereal, I find a prize inside. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's called In Most, and it's, uh, it's a weird game. Oh, I like the way this looks. Yeah, already. it's a rad oh vibe for sure. Got this 8-bit looking scrolly thing, but a lot of effects and stuff that this ain't happening on a, on a Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> Uh, so it's one of those where, you know, they're definitely going for the aesthetic, but they've, they've enhanced it a lot with a lot of really cool effects. Best I can tell the way this story's going is I'm this guy with a mustache trying, you do. trying to and have a beard. He looks like you actually. <laughs> a little he dumb way running around. Like yeah. Weirdo. Uh, he's running around trying to solve, uh, uh, solve puzzles and not die. And, um, Every level is a weird puzzle. Like right then you saw him just squish this like dangerous goo that's almost like venom goo from venom. Yeah. Um, in order to kill it, he had to push a door over and, and smash it. Uh, so it takes oh, you a no. while to figure that out. Now that actually killed him because he just, he just jumped off too high. <laughs> so there's like fall damage, um, all kinds of weird little hidden things. Best I can tell, um, and again, I'm not super far, so I don't know what the overall point of the story will be. But it just seems like my job is to figure out this weird world and dig through it and find tools. And so it's a combination of a little bit of point and click adventure, but you're not really pointing and clicking. You're you're controlling a guy like you would Mario or whatever. But there's right. a lot of things you do like, oh, I found this weird sickle. I guess that's used to cut these weeds down. All right, cool. I'll do that. Uh, later on, you get a little fire thing or you got might get other tools that do certain things. Um, you'll find little ghost bits around and you want to grab those and collect those. Oh, you just picked a ghost. Yeah. Somebody just got a, a ghost bit just then. Yep. We'll just- yep. Now he's talking to the, some crying girl and <laughs> the worst part about this crying girl. Oh, I wonder if he's going to do it like I did it. Watch this. But, oh, yep. See, there he goes. <laughs> he ended up knocking the person into the oh, hole. No. And at first I thought it was just me that, that, that you know, I just screwed up, but it's part of the story. 
Right, right. Um, and now your goal is to make them happy again. Uh, they're they're they've got something in the well they want. You've got the tools to go try to figure out how to help them, and you got to find in the environment. Oh, that's how you get down the well. Shit. <laughs> This, this whoever's playing hey here's I a here's a change whoever's playing this just did a better thing than i did playing it so well done guy right. playing this um anyway lots of hidden stuff lots of reasons to explore uh if a wall looks weird break it find out there's something cool in it um again kind of hard to tell what the ultimate goal is i'm still not sure but, the, the ultimate goal is is just to reveal slowly why you're in this yeah. dark blue dank world does it lighten up later i mean do you get like some is it always this color palette no it's it changes um it depends on kind of where you're at but this kind of james cameron blue you know for like a better term is pretty common throughout most of it um here's the official description escape the depths of an otherworldly labyrinth in this cinematic puzzle platformer explore a hauntingly beautiful world with three playable characters in one dark interconnected story no, no. I've not played any other characters yet because I don't think I actually have access to them yet. Um, right, right. I think that comes later. Oh. Well, that fall damage is rough. It is rough, but it's so good looking. Like I just love it, the look. It, of it looks so much. It's so I don't know. It just it feels almost immediately familiar, mm-hmm. but also kind of new and fresh. Yeah, I don't know why. Kind of hard to explain, right? Yeah. And it's also it's one of these games where like he just smushed one of the goo ghosts. You don't even know you can do that unless you just start trying stuff. Right. And right. if you die, it'll it'll start you right there in the screen again. It's not like you yeah. have to go do a bunch of stuff over again. So it's a lot of trial and error. It encourages you to make a mistake. And if you do, it's okay because you can come back and try again. It's got that kind of nice loop to it. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going to keep at this. I think it's I think it's rad. Uh, so again, really it's made yeah, by this, hidden, and this is on what? What is this on? This is called PC in in, in most all, all one word I N M O S T. Uh, it is on PC and Switch currently, and that's it. Uh, right. there they may have more coming currently. Uh, money wise, fifteen bucks, fourteen ninety nine on both platforms. So if you're wanting to buy it on one or Chuckle, the other, yeah, Chucklefish is a publisher. I know, I know, I've seen some other games by Chucklefish and Hidden Layer Games is the developer. Yeah, and they have a lot of hidden layers in this game. I have to, no, I have to tell you. Oh, look, they didn't know. I was going to say, I thought the color palette changed, but it a just little bit. You got a little sepia a little in there, bit. a little bit of pink in yeah. the background with the sunset and stuff. But um, it, it, you know, this right now you've actually, this has jumped to this other character. I've actually not got another character. Yet. Is that, I thought that's the same character. I that he just got think it's old. still, I think it's a new guy. Now he's going to have abilities. The other dude doesn't have like, uh, like Walker tennis ball <laughs> abilities. Is that, <laughs> He's, he's walking yeah, around he's a walk. just, that's a cane, isn't it? Yeah, a walker. Yeah, he's just barely getting around. Right. Um, you, ever, you ever had one of those tennis balls for walker punches? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never had one, rough. but my uncle had uh, the the. He had the one like the dude on Up had. Right, right. The one it was a cane, but it clawed out at the bottom into three <laughs> prongs, and then had balls on <laughs> on the prongs. He was super into that thing. He loved it. Right, but anyway, yeah. uh, it's very cool. Came out August twenty first. And so it's been a week or two in most PC and switch. Now, do you play PC or switch PC is where I got it. This seems like a switch game for me. This seems like it would fit right in. Oh, it's super switchy. My feeling too was like, Oh, I should get this on the damn switch. Cause it's 15 bucks. That's pretty giving this thing away. Yeah. It's not bad. I got, this came as a code, so that's why I have it on steam. But if I was buying this new, I'd probably go, I'd probably go switch. Yeah. I can see it's that. just that kind of game where I'd love to take it on the road or whatever, but uh, available now 
Check it out. Quick mention, though, for me, I am trying to, between all of these games, I'm trying to 100% Mad Max. Oh, look at you, the 100% on the Mad Max. That's insane. 2015's Mad Max, fantastic game, uh, way underrated, made by the um, Just Cause people. Uh, An amazing game, and it just really delves in deep into that world. I'm in Gastown right now. It's fantastic. Anyway, uh, trying to beat that. I'm I'm trying to 100% it, so I'm not just trying to beat this main story. I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the way. Wow, I'm I'm kind of proud of you, Scott. You're really growing up. Well, we'll see if it works. If I get there, I mean, no, no. You just said you was in Gastown. Did not make a fart joke. I just that was (laughs) because I'm always in Gastown. I'm always in Fart Town. I'm sorry, Gastown. Flammable body waste town. Uh, All right. Brian, tell us about uh, uh, what are we playing here? We got Sp- uh, well, Spiritfarer. Sorry, yeah, returning back over uh, to to our Xbox Game Pass as you do. This is for the PC as well as the console. It is Spiritfarer. 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 It's not the easiest thing to say, but I, I am playing this on X, on the Xbox Game Pass. But it's available on the Steam, Switch, and PS4. So it's everywhere. I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna quickly give their description oh, this one is the one everyone's telling me to play that's got like it is overwhelmingly positive reviews and it has like uh i have heard uh, people have written me said yeah. dude if you're not playing this you're not playing video games the, what are you doing both my games this week like i said have had the topic of of uh otherworldly uh afterlife kind of themes yeah and so this one does too but it's a it's it's a little bit it's so beautiful and so charming. It is spirit fair. You are, uh, you are now the new ferryman for those who are dead. And so you take over from the old guy, no problem. And you are this 2d animated character and you hang out with your good old cat daffodil. Oh, right. Right. Adorable. Right? Sure. And it is a slow start. And you think that it's like, what is this game that I'm playing? This simplistic game that looks like something a kid would want to play and not something an adult would even care about. Deceptive, Scott, mm-hmm. is what this game is. Yeah. You slowly start to learn that what you're really doing is facing your own death. No, that's not true. Oh, geez. What, but there are some there are some very heavy uh very heavy topics here. Yeah. And it's mostly about death and it's about uh, acceptance of death and moving on. And how you do that is through the gameplay. Uh, you are the fairy. Yeah. How, would you, how would you, uh, is there a genre you would say, Oh, this is a lot like such and such, or is this kind of its own thing? You know, I, I really, I'm sure somebody has got some, this is a lot, lot, lot like such and such, but I've never played a lot like such and such. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> All right, because so this, this was, so you would say this, this is this feels unique to you, like not not like some other take on a genre. This isn't just another side scrolling right. roguelike or something like that. No, okay. I, I would not describe it as that. And more than anything, it teaches you how to slow down, appreciate the moment, and to do what they call cozy management. And what that kind of means is you got to make sure that these people who you are ferrying to their final departure. Uh, you need to make sure that their needs are met because they've got some final things that they need to do. Sometimes that'll be part of your your quest where you'll have to, you know, go and fetch something for them. Yeah. Uh, and you sail using your ferry. So it's not really a ferry like you would think. It's not like the old school, just simple ferry. You actually got a ship uh, that you will uh, that you will upgrade as you go along. Uh, you'll you'll make places for your uh 
your people. Oh, it's to, the whole boat complex. It's not just that little tiny boat. It's the whole big boat. I thought that was right. just the shore where you pulled up or whatever. No, no, no. You actually, there's a whole, there's a whole area on your boat that you build where they can, they can live up until, you know, you depart. And the idea is to get you to know each of these characters. And the very first characters you meet are all people who are familiars. It is people who uh, were relatives, maybe an uncle or something such as that. And so you have a little history with them and they kind of, get you to kind of get engaged and understand what their needs are. And you need to fulfill those needs by doing things such as collecting, which is what we're doing now in the boat where we found a wreckage and we're going to get out and we're going to collect some things because we've got to feed our guest who you are taking to their final feed our guest, feed our guest right made with real gorilla chest. Right. Do I have that right? right. Exactly. From the Simpsons. So you got it. Like I said, there's a little bit of there's, there's fishing, there's cooking, there's building, there's uh, management of of your guest, and this is overwhelmingly positive. By the yeah, way, yeah, look it's at this. Look at these amazing. reviews, dude. Just out of control. People loving this thing. It is. It is a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, it, at first when I started, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to be my jam. I don't think it's someone wrote Stardew Boat. You think that's a fair comparison? Oh, you know, maybe, well, maybe. I I don't know because. I, I don't feel like that gameplay is the most important thing here. I think really the most important thing is you got to know your characters to fulfill their needs. Mm. And so you really got to listen. Cause I mean, I don't really feel like, you know, like I don't feel like I'm on a fetch quest. You know, yeah. usually you feel like, Oh, I've got to do this yeah, because you know, it's, it's to continue the story. That's what I got to do. You actually feel invested enough to go. I got to do that because well, I like this character yeah, and I want them to be comfortable. And as such, you do just that. You I can upgrade that. things. Yeah. Uh, you have, by the way, I was trying to remember the name of the thing because, uh, like I said, I played two games with kind of similar elements. In this game, actually, you have um, trying to figure out what the magical force that you wield is. I'm sure somebody in the chat room will get it before I do. But there's a magic force that you wield uh, and as, as the ferryman uh, and Stella or Stellar. Excuse me. Mm. Star. Mm. That's the reason why. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Anyway. Get it now? Now you get, I get it. it. Now. Yeah. Right. I and also get cat, it now. Way. Oh, you have a cat. Right. Yeah, you've mentioned this cat. Cat seems to just right. kind of go Definitely. wherever you go, which is what cats do, I guess. Right. And I think there's a there's a there is a aspect of the game I have not gotten to. I've only I'm only about four or five hours into the game. So this is not my final review on this game. This is just in my initial review because this game goes on for somewhere around 30 plus hours if you uh if you really want to try to complete any part of it matter of fact i haven't even i've only re- i've only turned in one of my fairies um yeah that i had to carry um carry and carry the fairy yeah you carry the fairy it's very emotional <laughs> um but not in a way that makes you sad but in a way that makes you feel hopeful maybe yeah i've heard that about this it's got a nice um the 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 game doesn't feel like uh how do i put this it treats death with respect yes and 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 also makes you go yeah i guess that's just part of life so we're, here we yeah. are dealing with it and it's okay it's okay to deal with death and i don't know it's kind of i like that i like that a lot yeah. especially right now i, nice I think you'll like this game but like i said it is one of those games that you is not a lot like other games in my opinion in in especially in the pacing and so 
if, if you're playing this game, you're probably not playing anything else. You're just going to play this and through completion. And it's, it's you know, you, you get in kind of that groove and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the game loop I want to play. And I'm going to, did you play it. Moonlighter at all? Just curious. I played it. Yes. I played a little bit of Moonlighter. Okay. I did. So Moonlighter, I loved, I was a huge fan. Right. Um, Moonlighter, what you've described to me sounds a little bit like something I might enjoy in the way that I enjoyed Moonlighter. Because Moonlighter was like, right. yeah, there's combat and there's dungeons and there's stuff to do. But also, hey, you're coming back to your store and you're selling shit. And and yeah. it's a different game than just go kill stuff. And, you know, I feel like there's I don't know, a little bit of that going on here. Like, yeah, it's, this is mostly part. about management more than anything. You know, mm. you got to you got to you got to do it. It's just it's mostly about management, but it's not. It's not really about that. It's about story more than anything. Hmm. It looks so, like my jam. I'm going to play it. Yeah. I am totally going to play. I meant to play it actually this week and I didn't. Yeah. Spirit Fairer. Well, the only thing I don't like about it. The name. The I name don't is know. The... Spirit Fairer is hard for me to say. It is. Fairer? So it's supposed to be Spirit Fairer. Fairer. Yeah, it sucks. It's not a great name. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of tough there. But this, uh, like I said, 30 hours Thunder Lotus game is the developer and the publisher. Good on you. And uh, this was released on August the 18th, 2020. 30 plus hours uh, is how long it'll take you to finish most of the main story. Mm-hmm. And then $30 is if you want to buy it outright or if you have the Xbox Game Pass, do that now. Oh, yeah, there it is. $29.99. But you, yeah, like Game, uh, game Pass as usual. It feels like new games are coming out on Game Pass first before they do anything too, else. Too fast almost. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I like even it. my. Even my just to mention, I've only read what the update is. Yeah. And I haven't even had a chance to even play it, and that's grounded. They have a big update came out. Uh, they've added a big scary bird, uh, water fleas. Uh, the, they've changed the perk system up, and uh, and some new craftable items. Can you can, so can you adjust how scary the birds are, like you can the spiders, or is that not? I, yeah, I I don't know, man. I didn't think the spiders were well. <laughs> the spiders were 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 scary but fun. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. By the way, Evergate has a a area where they first start introducing you into the idea of speed running. And they do that by uh, every time you activate an element, um, a bird comes flying across the screen and it oh. scared the crap out of me just about every freaking time. <laughs> Big birds. You hear about no these good. people that think birds are drones. There aren't such things as birds. No, birds are fake and, and they're just drones. <laughs> birds are fake. I yeah. haven't even heard this. I don't know if it's, I don't know if people are serious about it or not. But oh my buy, gosh. You can buy You know shirts. what's great? What? You know what's great? Uh, conspiracy theories are a great, you know, <laughs> a, a great thing to make sure that, you know, reality is reality. However, there comes a point where you can't live your life every day thinking that. No, they're all bad. They're all bad. There's no such thing as a good conspiracy. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's important that we uh, that we think about things. Yeah, but that's not that thinking we, about it, things. That's accepting a thing that isn't it. accurate. Yeah, that's people going. Right. That's going them going. I don't understand a thing. This guy says this overly simplified answer that seems right. kind of sneaky. I like that story. I'm going to go with that. Right. That's not investigating. That's not thinking for yourself. That's not investigating at all. No, it is not. But oh my gosh! So conspiracies lead to paranoia, and paranoia can be revealed in a society where there are a lot of mental health issues, and we have seen. So many problems recently. Yeah. Don't be. I'm just this. saying, don't buy into it. Someone tells you the earth is flat. Yeah. Freaking walk away. Walk away. <laughs> walk away. But you can't, Scott. The earth is round. You'll just fall. Yeah. Keep walking until you fall <laughs> you off. Let us know how that goes. 
I think he'll be fine. Is my is what I'm thinking. All right. Uh, awesome. Uh, grounded. I'm nice. Nice to see they're uh, keeping going on, on mm. that and stuff. Now, everybody, time for this. It's a me, <laughs> Time to play Guess My Game. We play audio clips from games of old. And then we try to guess what each other's game is. That's right. Uh, I have a game that I will now play for you, the sound of, from. And now I will listen to this game. (laughs) And you're going to try to guess what it is. So here you go, chat room. Play along. Here you go. Quick note. I'll just give you a little hint. Uh, the year is 1998. Okay. And the platform is the personal computer. Oh, the PC. The PC. Okay. okay, here we go. Nintendo for guns. War. War never changes. Oh. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted. Too many humans, not enough space or resources to go around. The details are trivial and pointless. The reasons, as always, purely human ones. All right, what do you think? I'm going to go with a post-apocalyptic type of video game from 1998 (laughs) for the PC. Yeah. And say that Fallout was on your mind. Well, technically Fallout 2, but I'll give it to you. Oh, okay. There you go. I'll give it to you. That's Fallout 2. That's a hard one. Uh, yeah, uh, Black Isle Studios, Fallout 2, developed and released uh, for two, or 1998. Big year for video games, actually, and in I, general. I, and I yeah. took a little dip back into both of these, one and two. Uh, last year, I picked it up on Good Old Games. Mm. Good Old Games. You should play it. It still holds up. Yeah, I never really played it back in the day. I, I So it was uh, I mean, it looks, one and two it, I did not play. It looks like ass, but it plays yeah, great. Yeah. The game plays great, yeah. but it looks It terrible. still looks like ass on, yeah. on good old games. It's 98. Too, I mean, come on. It's yeah. like StarCraft. Remember those StarCraft cutscenes? Expect more oh, of that. Yeah. It's bad. Bad, 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 but great game. Uh, I will say this. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you know how uh, the new one, uh, or new, maybe the most latest one, or maybe it's 76. 76? Uh, might have been four, but anyway, uh, one of those two games used uh, what's Hellboy's name? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. They okay. used Ron Perlman for VO, and I swear this sounds like a young Ron Perlman. So I'm gonna play it one more time, just this this part, and you tell me if it sounds like that. I can like see him. that. I can see that. War, war never changes. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we. It sounds like a younger, like a little. Is it him? Is it I don't know. Perlman? Actually, it sounds like somebody else I couldn't place, though. I, I instantly got a familiarity. Oh, uh, uh, chat room saying he does them all. I did not freaking know does that. Does he? Yeah. Wow. Had no idea. I did not know that. Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron Pearl. Pearl man. man. Okay, here it is. Oh, yeah, he's all up in this. Let's see if he started. Did he start with the first one? Uh, Fallout. Yeah. Narrated Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout 3, Fallout Tactics, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout uh, 4, and Fallout, well, the trailer for 4, not in the game, but in the trailer he did 4, and then Fallout 76. That's great. Interesting. How do I not know that? That's like something that should be on the tip of my tongue, and that should be like something that's like a duh. How did I not know that? I knew he was in 4, because I heard his voice around and in 4, but I just could not remember. Also, I played 76 not long ago, just kind of tweaking around, and I did hear him again, but I couldn't remember what context, so now it was all bleeding together. I didn't know he was always there. 
That's that's great. Uh, it says here he's the newscaster also for the quest War Never Changes in Fallout 4. So there's a quest with him being the newscaster guy, and that's literally called War Never Changes is the name of the quest. Huh. He also did, uh, he does not narrate the introduction for Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Instead, that was Tony J who did that. Hmm. Anyway, cool, man. I didn't know that any is of that. cool. I, I feel kind of stupid, but I'm so glad I have the information now. That, I, I don't know how I never put I that together. Either. I didn't either. And plus, you have to admit, this is a different kind of read for him because these days it's like, yeah, boy, my voice is a thousand times deeper than it used to be. You know, like, <laughs> right. I sound like I've been chewing on dog turds and <laughs> smoking cigarettes. <laughs> That's perfect for the Fallout world. Yeah. Perfection. This just makes me want to play Wasteland 3, which I'm going to do after the show. All right. Do it. Brian, here's yours. Any setup? You want to tell oh, me? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. This? Here's some setup. Here's some setup. Go. Um, also, 90s. Um, this was, uh, and, and if you can't guess it within the first 20 seconds, then uh, after that, you you better guess it or uh, I'm going to be disappointed. Okay. Just disappointed. Fair, fair enough. Here goes. No, no pressure. Okay. Change it. Change it. Change it. Change it. Change it. Change it. What's there, dude? Yeah. Oh! That's Beavis and Butthead. That's Beavis and Butthead <laughs> doing something. Of course, Beavis and Butthead. What's the game? Uh, Beavis and Butthead 19 uh, is SNES. Uh, was so it, just, it was 19, called, just called Beavis yeah, and Butthead? Yeah, it was just called Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, listen to this. Hold on. What did they do in this game? Like, what'd you do? Just roll around? You, you run around you just, and just piss off yeah, that neighbor, just, that hate killed neighbor? Just those little side-scrolling pieces of trash game that you would find. Mm. Uh, it's 19, uh, let me see when it was. I guess it probably should have been 1998. Why is it not showing me the... 98? I think so. Let me see. It was very odd. I think those games... You know, it's funny. What is it? Okay. If in the 90s, side-scrollers were your knockoff for all your tie-in games, if that right. was your genre, what is it today? Is it shooters? Or is it? I think, yeah, probably so. Probably shooters, right? That would be the de- that would be the de facto thing to go to, right? Hey, I can't think of anything else. I think that's it. I think if you're making a tie-in game now, you ain't you go for a shooter you, you types. Yeah. 1994 was when the game came out. It was '94. Uh, wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Same year as Aladdin and the Lion King, or at least Aladdin, which came were out. good games. Those were great games. <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin was like legit good. It was. I love it so much. Yeah. I love Aladdin so much. Did you it's get? Stupid. Did you have? Were you tempted to get that remastered thing that came out? Absolutely. Yeah. I haven't. I'm, I'm still may have to. Right. I think I'm getting that Tony Hawk one and two remake thing. I think I'm doing. It. I've been thinking about that too. It that's looks a, really good. It looks really good. Darn good. I wonder if that's on Game Pass on day one. Then there's. Oh, no, I hope so. Then there's no question. The application's out of date. What? Sorry, what does that even mean? I got a message here from Google Docs saying this application is out of date, must be restarted. Oh Do they just mean they've updated Google Docs? Right in the middle of Google Docs. I'm gonna in the middle of docking. I'm gonna refresh, see what happens. I don't know, but I for, I forgot about this. I do remember there being a PlayStation Beavis and Butthead, and it was called Beavis and Butthead and Virtual Stupidity. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a yeah, bunch of crap. That sounds like crap. I played this one. Beavis the Butthead and Virtual Stupidity is a point and click adventure computer game based on the American animated television series created by Mike Judge. So hold on. Point that was on and click. That was a PS1 game? That's what it's that's what it was. It's got a PlayStation logo on it. That'd be PlayStation Time. There's Bla- there's also click. Beavis and Butthead Do Hollywood. That was a yeah. game. Well, that looks like crap. They made little 3D versions of them. It looks terrible. <laughs> There's also <laughs> Beavis and Butthead Virtual Ahu Shoot. All right. Shogun. Look at this. Uh, abandoned, uh, abandoned games, which you don't know if you're watch out, but sometimes the ga- games are abandoned. They, they don't keep their copyright or anything. Or And so let's see. Virtual Stupidity is on here, but I don't know if it actually is or not. This is nuts. This even exists. Oh my gosh, there are so many Beavis and Butthead games. What's there this? are. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize there were so many. There was a, I there was a black and, and white like, Game Boy game. Oh um, gosh. Oh, this is real bad. Hold on. Is this Japanese? What is this? There's real love for these games, apparently, too. At least we'll see what the in, sound in is the here. breath of information. <laughs> Is this a Japanese production? Because it's all in English, the, the scroll. Uh, right. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. Those aren't Mike Judge. Those are somebody else. Yeah, this is somebody. Okay, virtual stupidity. Stupidity. Okay. Stiff stupidity. Let's see what happens here in the beginning. Dabunubaga. <laughs> it's Japanese. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, dude. I wow. want to watch that to completion. That's great. I love weird, stupid stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. More of that in my life. All right. Good catch. Now this. <laughs> going to play a little uh, email or read one, actually. Read an email. Boopshow at gmail.com is the email address you're going to want to use on the frequent. And if you send us an email, gosh darn it, we'll read it right here on the show. Right here. Here's one from Wes. Uh, or Westwards when he's in the chat room. He's not oh, here yeah, today. Westwards. Yeah, but I've seen that name before. What's up? It says, hey, gentlemen, I was listening to the Boop Show a couple of weeks ago, maybe, and Brian mentioned he restarted his PS Plus sub, which yes. is true. Uh, that got me to thinking that I hadn't played anything over there in months. Mm-hmm. I always get the game, but rarely download and play it. Anyway, this is the first time I let my 16-year-old son pick something, and he wanted to play Titanfall 2. Man, what a great game. My son and I had a blast playing through the campaign over the last few days. Thanks for reminding me to check my PlayStation Plus. Love the show. Sincerely, Wes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. As someone who recently also finished that campaign, was reminded how rad it was and that it's, I don't know, in my top three shooter campaigns of all time. It might be at number one. That's how much I love it. It's up there. I I think a lot of people don't think of... Titanfall lots of times. He will just kind of forget about it, but it's just, it was pretty darn Titanfall good. Titanfall so good. Dude, Titanfall 2 deserves a proper sequel, and I hope they mm-hmm. eventually do it. I know it got a little drowned out the year it came out, 2016, whatever it was. There was a lot of other games that year. Uh, they deserve another shot at it. They're making all their Apex Legends money now, so they can yeah. do it. So just do it, okay? Let's and call it. it Titanfall and let's make it a campaign. Don't don't try to roll it up into the Apex thing. What I they, like Apex, but keep it over there. Well, they're in the same universe, so it's nothing. Yeah, they are. That, but, exactly. Yeah, so but they don't have to tie it in there. I, I Here's what they call it. Uh, Titanfall Tactics. <laughs> no, uh, Titanfall 
<laughs> the rest is history. I don't know what you name it. I don't care what you name Titanfall it. Titanfall 3. No. Just 3. Just yeah. call it 3. It's fine. I don't mind. If you want to be like Wes and send us these emails, you can. Boopshow at gmail.com. All right. I think that's going to do it for the show. Quick note of two things happening here. One, I'm going to tell you some information. And two, I'm going to give everyone a video or I'm going to give a video game away at the end of the show today in the chat room. So hang around for that because you could win a rad game off the Humble Bundle. And there's some good ones on my list. So stick around because that's coming right up. Uh, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P is our uh, web address. You know, the internet. You can just go there and be on the internet and use it. Uh, you can also leave us uh, emails at boopshow at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at boopshow. I'm at Scott Johnson. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. Brian, anything you want to mention before we go? Hey, don't forget to tune in Thursday when I head back to The Legend of Zelda. Oh, Link's Awakening right. on the Switch. Yeah. Trying to finish this thing up. Hopefully you don't have too many more to go but thursdays five no six p.m eastern time eastern time eastern time Wait, six six p.m eastern is four o'clock my time so correct uh, mountain time three o'clock in the afternoon in california <laughs> so that's okay you're on fire it'll be fine uh that's wow. it for the show thank you all for being here that's gonna do it for me and brian if you've got any questions please let us know we'd love to hear from you that'll do it for us for me for brian for all of you we'll see you next time This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam.